Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. Record. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. Today we're joined with our co-host, Coach Nick. Nick, how are we doing today? I'm really good, thanks Coach Steve. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, and I'm excited, Nick. I'm excited because it is official. The October Challenge has concluded. So as a recording this podcast, yes, just yesterday, it officially wrapped up. Um, and now we're at this exciting time where we get to see some of the amazing results that are coming through um, across social media and specifically our Facebook social hub as we prepare for public voting, which opens very soon when we release this, this podcast. So it's always exciting times here, Nick. I can't believe it's over already. This is the exciting bit though. We get to see all the transformations, everyone's results. We get to do awards night. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's so good. And I think we we all kind of get in that lull period in the, in the middle of the challenge where we're kind of like, well, how's everyone going? What's going on? Maybe you're following us on social media and everyone's kind of like, quiet online just you know getting the work done and then out of the woodwork appears all these amazing results um so if you haven't already go check out our facebook social hub where you can go have a little sticky nose at all the amazing work that uh challenges have completed all across australia um and you know as we prepare for the the public voting which opens on the 7th so if you're listening to this podcast the day it releases it opens up tomorrow but you'll be able to publicly vote vote for your favorite transformation from wednesday the 7th till sunday the 11th so make sure you don't miss out on public voting you get five votes for male five votes for female and anyone can vote so all you need to do is just plug in your email if you're a current challenger you get pushed straight to the voting page if you are um, not currently doing the challenge maybe you're a friend of a challenger or a family member of the challenger you just need to verify your email so that we know that you're a human that you're not a robot um that's that's a a thing that we have to do now and um you just need to verify your your email then you can go and vote which is which is really cool yep super duper now, Nick, moving forward, we have the awards night, which is live streamed to our Facebook social hub on Friday, the 16th of December. So kicking off at 7.30 p.m. Melbourne time, where Coach Nick and I get to announce um, the winners of the October challenge. So we announce our top 10, top three, People's Choice Award, Community Award, lots of awards to give out. And it's all live streamed to our Facebook social hub. Yes. Are you going to wear a Christmas outfit? You look, if there's something around the house, I might uh, don it, but <laughs> I might find my Christmas tie. That's, that's, a, that's always a go-to. Beautiful. Can't wait. Now, uh, the challenge is over, yes, but you still have access to the M Challenge app. You have access to the M Challenge app up until Christmas. So up until Christmas Day, we'll, you'll be able to log into the app. You can still ask us questions on the forum. You can engage in the, the um, meal plan, the training programs, um, and a range of other uh, features within the M Challenge app. So if you are still on your fitness journey, you can still access the M Challenge app. Um, you can recalibrate everything. You, know, you can reset up your training plan, reset up your nutrition plan, and, and go again. Um, that's all accessed up until Christmas. Mm, very, very, very good. Now, Nick, moving into 2023, the next challenge starts on the 13th of February. So that's when it begins. Prep week starts on the 6th of February. So you'll be able to access your training plan, nutrition plan from the 6th of February. And you can join the February challenge from the middle of January, from the 16th of January. That means that if you sign up on the 16th of January, you will have access to the M Challenge app for about three weeks before prep week and another week um, before the actual challenge begins. So you can have access to the M Challenge app for a whole month before the challenge starts on the 16th of February. So very cool. Uh, We'll be kicking off a 12-week challenge in February. 
Yes, February is my birthday. Ooh. I'm just saying the 10th. The 10th. If anyone wants to know. <laughs> yeah. So the 10th of February. Nothing to do with the challenge, but everything to do with my birthday. Yay. Well, it'll be prep week during your birthday, Nick, so we'll celebrate. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait. <laughs> now, look, Nick, it's an exciting time, of course, for anybody within the fitness community. When we go through something like the challenge, when we go through a training program, when we start to see some amazing results, it is time to put on your cult hat. You've got a drink from the Kool-Aid and it's time to think about paying it forward to the fitness community. Okay. Now, within the community, there are some individuals that can become very culty. And I'm talking broadly about the fitness community. I'm not talking about the M Challenge community. I'm talking about the fitness community, right? You've got um, mm -hmm. very cult-like behavior across lots of different groups from our, our beloved CrossFitters to our strong men and women, um, powerlifters, and they all have their own little niche. But the fitness community is something that we should all celebrate and promote because I think fitness, physical activity is something that's slowly diminishing within our you know, lifestyles. Everything's becoming really easy, convenient. You can sit on the couch and order food to be delivered to you from your smartphone. And I think we all should be putting in effort to improve our fitness like we have um, in the challenge, like we have to dear listeners who are part of the fitness community. So this is my open invitation, um, a little bit of a push from uh, the, the cult of the M challenge to pay it forward, pay it forward and invite someone to the fitness community. And that invitation can start as a, an invitation to somebody. You can invite someone for a walk or invite someone over for a lunch or a dinner, uh, maybe inviting someone to the, the gym with you and, you know, slowly promoting fitness, not preaching fitness, because that's, that's there's a line between that, but, you know, promoting physical activity, promoting health, promoting that value of fitness and, um, you know, this is this is me preaching to you to to pay it forward and think about how you can help someone else start their fitness journey. Definitely. I've always said to, to people that I think it's so rewarding to be able to help others um, with their fitness journey in not in a non preachy way. I think that it's one of the most rewarding things that you can do to yeah. just get people started and and just share a bit of the things that that you've found have worked for you, but also realize that that for other people, it might not be their jam. Everybody has to find what they need, but just the encouraging environment is what someone might need. That's right. That's right. And someone might make hints towards you saying like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about joining a gym. That is someone asking for help. And you could be that person that helps them saying, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. Come, come train with me. You can come to a session with me, or, you know, if you have any questions, you know, you can ask me, it's all about paying it forward about how you can help someone in their own journey, because you could probably remember when you were a beginner and how could you help someone if they were a beginner? Yes. At, at Christmas parties, do you sometimes get asked things? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. If it's not like yeah. fitness related questions, it's health related questions. It's oh, true. Health related questions it's like osteo related questions like oh my shoulder my back my hip uh so i often get uh, a little line of people going on at christmas time asking me questions but yeah, it's fine <laughs> i get that and i get people having foods and going i shouldn't be having this and i'm like it just doesn't matter let's just enjoy <laughs> that's yeah. right now look if you um are unsure about how to help someone so maybe you you've done the challenge or you've been in fitness for a little bit and you're like oh, i'm just not sure if i have the right skills to be able to help somebody 
what you can do is you can invite them into our Facebook social hub. So you can invite them to join our community online and maybe they can get some more motivation, inspiration from some of the amazing results that we have in our Facebook social hub or engage in some of the guides, resources, information that we have on our Facebook social hub where they can start their fitness journey from there. So if you're unsure of how to help someone in the gym, maybe guide them towards the, the Facebook social hub. Yeah, and just let them have a read of the whole lot of it because um, at first you see and you, you see everyone flexing and you go, what's this? But have a read because there's so many different people in there with yep. all different journeys. Yeah. Oh, now, and our podcasts. That's the other thing. They should well, yeah, listen. <laughs> they should listen to this. Um, <laughs> look, finally, if you are wanting to pay it forward and you don't have anybody to to pay it forward to, so maybe um, all your friends are in the challenge, maybe all your family members are into fitness, and you want to still pay it forward, um, you can help us by leaving a review of the M Challenge app. So uh, help to spread the good word to those people who might be wanting to start their journey, if they log on to their app store and they see some amazing reviews on the app store, that can help us out to be able to help them. So it's all about helping future individuals to find the challenge and go on their own challenge journey. So uh, leave us a review, leave, an, leave us an honest review. If you'd like to give us five stars, we always appreciate five stars, but you can leave us an honest review on the app store. You just need to open up the app store either on your iOS uh, or Android or Google Play, uh, and then just, navigate to the M challenge, navigate to reviews, and then you could write a review there. Don't forget to not get mad at the app because it didn't make your breakfast for you though. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love to do that. I'd love for the app to grow little arms and make you make you breakfast, uh, but in the future, maybe. Yeah. In the future. Well, it's a future feature. We can scope it out. Hey, <laughs> we <laughs> could, we could talk to maybe, maybe, maybe Jeff from Amazon and he can get it, uh, some sort of robot to to build us uh, a uh, a breakfast maker or something like that. Yeah, we'll put it in the plan. <laughs> you can ask ask Alexa to make you breakfast, and that syncs to yes. the app. That'll be really cool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nick, let's move on to our next segment here. We have the community highlights where we highlight some members of our community. But before we jump into some of the highlights, uh, I just want to broadly highlight everybody, everybody who has not only completed the M Challenge, not only got great results in the M Challenge, but anybody who started the M Challenge or started or put effort towards fitness over the last six weeks since the October Challenge. I just want to highlight every individual there because you've done an amazing job, right? You've put in effort over the last six plus weeks to better yourself and better yourself can mean lots of things to different people that could mean to lose some weight to build some muscle build some strength build some confidence um, build some independence or build some just overall well-being in your body so you know big congratulations to anybody who's put effort towards themselves since october that's right if you've even thought about it then good on you because that's the first step so don't ever stress if you haven't quite gotten there yet it's a continuous thing that's right but Nick, take us away. Who would you like to highlight this week? All right. So first one is Manda Simpson. She says, last workout for the challenge done. So happy with my results in six short weeks. Need to learn some new poses, I think, because she was doing Flex Friday. So um, fantastic work, short and sweet. Good on you, Manda. Love it, Manda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, show us some other flexes. All right. We love bicep flexes. We also love triceps. We love shoulders. We love abs if they're there. We love quads. We love calves. Flex. Show us your flexes. Yep, definitely. I love it. Abs if they're there. They come and go, don't they? So quickly. All right. Um, Jin, Jin Easter. So she was actually, uh, she's got a new name now because she's married now, but that's her Facebook name. She was, I think it was at our, she was our runner up um, in past challenge. She's amazing. 
So anyway, my 2022 goal was to feel fabulous at 50. And I absolutely do, thanks to the challenge. I started a cracking year after a successful 2021 challenge, got married, turned 50. And then in August, I had surgery, which put me out of the gym for three months. I sat back and watched the first 12-week M challenge, so wishing I was part of it. Unfortunately, my motivation slipped and I reformed I reformed a few bad nutritional habits. Coupled with the inability to exercise, the kgs, the kilos slowly crept back on. But all that changed the minute I stepped foot back in the gym this round. I implemented everything I had taken from the challenge previously, and I'm in front of where I've ever been in six short weeks. I maintained my steps, did all of the workouts, and was extremely tight with my nutrition. M Challenge is the most successful body transformation program I have ever come across. The support from the coaches and community is second to none. That's that's nice. That's so good, Jin. Maybe put that as a as a review on the app store. That'd be really good. I know. That's that's really that's really <laughs> lovely, Jin. And yeah, you, you did a really good job. So I know you're very dedicated. Well done. Well yeah, done. So Everybody good. should check her out. She's inspo for everyone. Okay. Next one is Melody Ferguson Williams. Very pleased with my results. I lost six kilos as of this morning, which was my realistic goal. I plan on continuing along the path set by this challenge as it's a lifestyle for me now. I'll be ready for the next challenge in Feb and plan to have changes happening in between. My biggest hurdle was my mindset due to some major life issues, but the challenge has helped me refocus. Thank you. Now I'm going to rearrange my little home gym as I have a new weight bench coming soon. Early Christmas Prezi to help me hit those goals. So good, Melody. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I love... I love the fact that um, that she's got, you know, goals beyond the challenge. That is a really good way of thinking about it. You don't want to just fall into a heap after it's finished because a lot of people do that with a lot of different things. And um, I think it's good to have goals beyond. So good on you. Yeah, so good. And a fresh new bench. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> that's your favourite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> you, would, yeah. you would have a fresh bench even if you had a fresh bench. You'd still want another fresh bench. That's right. That's right. I actually want a um, a specialised, like, bench press bench. You know the ones? Yep. Yeah, you could. Uh, so, like, there's a standard bench, and you can buy them as cheap as, I don't know, like 50 bucks from yep. eBay, Kogan, Amazon, whatever. And then yep. there's, like, the high-intensity, um, high maybe more stable bench press bench, a little bit narrower, a little bit thicker padding on there and then a lot sturdier, if that's a word, sturdier. Um, yeah. yeah, but they're also like three, 400 bucks. I'm like, oh, I like my bench at the moment. So maybe that's a future yes. upgrade for me. I got one. I did. It's about me. But yeah, I got one over, you know, obviously the lockdown a couple of years ago and um, I've, I've, I've loved it because prior to that, I think you might remember, I don't know, but I used to use my Esky. Yeah, I heard, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then I got this thing and it was like, oh, it's an amazing thing. It's never seen a more beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. You can do everything with it. So um, you can buy it off me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll chat. We'll <laughs> a couple chat. of bars, maybe some bars. <laughs> Just I'll swap some cookies or something for it. <laughs> so good. Look, Nick, I'd like to highlight a few people. Uh, first one goes out to Karen Acker. And Karen writes, there we have it. Another challenge under my belt and probably my strongest results. Whew. I'm pretty proud of myself. In summary, I lost 4.1 kilos and a massive 19 and a half kilos since July. I reduced my body fat considerably and have grown in strength well beyond what I thought I was capable of. Well done to all who signed up for this challenge. Karen, 
big congratulations. Firstly, four kilos lost in six weeks. That's massive. And then a massive, almost 20 kilos since July. And that's what, four or five months? Uh, that's, that's, that's huge. A big congratulations to Karen. Awesome. Really, really good. And I love the way that she congratulated everyone else too. That's nice. That's right. Next one goes out to Ben Fitz. Ben Fitz, a uh, longtime challenger, and Ben writes, pretty happy with my results. I've had my ups and downs and injuries, but I have kept going. Never give up. Don't let things pull you down. You only live you only live once. Look after yourself. Your journey doesn't stop here. Just keep turning up. Congratulations, everyone, for your fantastic results. You should be so proud. Whoa, ben. Great words, always a motivation in our Facebook social hub. And if I had my way, we'd celebrate Ben every week. But Ben, keep doing your thing, training hard, looking well. And uh, yeah, we're excited to see what you can do in the future. Yeah, thanks for looking after everyone. Well it's done, so good. Ben. Last one here goes out to Emma Hartley. Emma writes, this challenge has been amazing. It has been the first challenge I have fully stuck all the way to the end. Um, I've had my skin fold measurements taken at about week three. And since then I've lost nine kilos of fat and put on muscle. I can't wait to see how far I progress and want to thank everyone at the challenge for the support. Congratulations to everyone on their amazing six weeks. Whew. Emma, beautiful words, uh, big congratulations. And just like Karen and just like Ben, just like actually most of our um, community highlights this week, celebrating themselves, but also celebrating everybody else. And that's really highlights our community here where we not only are thinking about our own journey, we're thinking about how we can pay it forward and help others and encourage others to be the best version of themselves. So thank you, Emma. Excellent, excellent, Emma, and excellent everybody. Thank you so much. Nick, let's move on to our next segment here. We have the Coach's Corner, where we offer our tip for the week. So, Nick, take us away. What advice do you have for us? Okay, I'm going to sit in my corner. So I've walked over to my corner and I'm sitting there. Ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> in I the am. red corner. <laughs> here I am. Okay, so uh, it's so not fiery, this one, actually. It's nothing. It's not even about um, anything fire. It's more about relaxing. So um, just talking about trying to de-stress over the break because sometimes um i mean assuming that you do get a break but definitely the, the break between the challenges you might have some holidays you might have some family time you might have some time over christmas and um new year's you might just have some time where things wind down so um just some things you that people might not think of that are not weights related i mean we love our weights i i love them i find them to be something that I do that help de-stress me and I think a lot of challenges are the same but some nice methods to de-stress are I think over the time that you know you've got this break walking now I know that we do our steps and you might have associated that with the challenge but maybe walk in a different direction maybe walk to a coffee shop and grab yourself a coffee maybe um you know, find a different park to walk in or walk around the beach, things like that. So just change your walking environment up. Another one is reading. So I'm going to have a chat. Oh, well, actually, by the time you, you listen to this, you can go back and listen to my chat on the live. I'm going to talk about some books that I love. So reading is a really good way to de-stress your body. Um, swimming, swimming is a really good one as well. So even though it's, a you know, obviously it could be a, quite an intense activity because it's quite um 
hard on your your lungs and things. It's, it's a great great cardio activity, but it's also quite meditative, and I think it's really a beautiful thing to do. And it, it actually also makes you quite tired, so um, you get a good night's sleep after you've slept um, after you've swam swam. I think I <laughs> good night's sleep after you. Oh slept. my god, uh... I am tired today. I'll explain. Let me just explain why, because just to be human for a minute, because everyone thinks that I'm not human. No, just kidding. But my daughter went on camp um she's she she went on her first camp this camp is like one of those camps where you don't even have there's no toilets and stuff so I was worried about her last night but off she goes so I'm a little bit um inarticulate because I'm thinking about Lucia and she's 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 probably walking and she might be swimming because and she didn't take a spare um thing with her because she didn't want to so anyway the next one that I would say is um something like uh breathing now i know that that sounds ridiculous but if you um look for even on the internet there's some really good uh breath work type exercises and things and i recently did one um with a guy who teaches you about um just going into the ice and stuff just because just to challenge myself a little bit and what i got out of it was a um, just that we don't use our full lung capacity ever. Like we all live up here in our necks. And um, if you actually try and fill your entire chest with air, it actually can calm you down a little bit. So I'm not I'm not qualified for breath work, but um, you can look that up and it's a really good way to just center yourself and learn how to de-stress a little bit. So that along with that is um, yoga and meditation. So that might be a bit woo-woo for people, but it's just a way to chill out, um, yoga is a way to stretch yourself into sort of poses where you might challenge yourself sometimes and really learn your body in different, you know, different positions in different ways. So it's not supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. It's just, it just is. So that might be something worth trying. Um, write yourself lists. So that's a way to de-stress because you've got it all out there. So write your list for next year or your list of goals. And um, then you can kind of park it to the side. I love a good sauna so that's just my my way of de-stressing I love an infrared sauna much more than I love anything like an ice bath I just do that for the challenge I don't not for the challenge not for you guys I mean I do it to be challenged um naps you would love naps coach Steve naps are good they're very good for de-stressing well whenever I can get a nap I I sneak yeah Like, honestly, take a nana nap over summer. There's nothing better than, you know, going for a little swim. It's quite hot. And then you just have a little bit of a nana nap. So a nap is good. And um, I've also put down hiking because that's something that I want to get into a little bit more as well, just because just different ways to use this new developed fitness that you have from um, maybe doing a few challenges back to back. And also just give yourself a minute to not worry about every minute detail of weight loss or um you know what's going on with with that kind of thing just it doesn't mean go crazy I'm not saying all or nothing I'm just saying give yourself a second take a breath celebrate what you've done and then you can keep going so they're just my little strategies some things that I'm going to use over our little break to de-stress and come back strong yeah, it's some really good advice, Nick. And I think that with the accumulation of stress, and stress means lots of things. Stress means, of course, like emotional stress. Stress means, of course, worrying about other people, let's say like Lucia. Um, stress also means 
the stress that we place on ourselves through the challenge. We're talking about dieting, we're talking about training, we're talking about, you know, tracking what we're doing and um, thinking about, you know, weight loss, building muscle, building strength, all these components to what the challenge is. That places a load on our body and that stress mm. is defined as equal, um, all means the same thing to our body. So if you are stressed because, you know, your, um, I don't know, mortgage rates are going up, you're stressed because there's someone holding a knife in front of you, or you're stressed because there's a barbell with your body weight on your back and you're about to squat it. All those stresses are the same stimulus applied to your body and your body goes through a similar response. Um, so if we can spend time to kind of deload ourselves from stress, and that could be actively trying to de-stress um, or managing our total volume, um, that is a very intelligent way to approach training, especially longevity in fitness, because if we just kind of keep going, 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 going as hard as we possibly can, we're just applying lots of stress. And when we are stressed, um, we we all know that that's probably not a good thing for us. You know, we, we develop lots of negative stuff. You know, we get ulcers, we get sore joints, we get, you know, wrinkles and gray hair. And, you know, we just feel like crap. Um, you know, our, our, our sleep gets gets trashed. We, our, our relationships with, you know, food, people, stuff, things we enjoy just goes out the window. So uh, when we are stressed, we're probably not ourselves. You know, like that ad, you know, you're not yourself mm. when you're hungry type thing. You're probably not yourself if you're highly stressed. So it's probably wise to spend some time de-stressing. And you gave us some really great examples, Nick. Yeah. And I also just find that like if you want to go back to body composition, if that's your only goal in life, which is, that's also fair. It actually does also help that it, believe it or not, just taking a minute to just breathe, um, you know, and de-stress does help. Mm. Yeah, no, totally agree. Mm. Nick, I'd like to speak a little bit about an intensifying method called drop sets. Oh, I love that. I love drop, drop sets. sets. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get my, I've got my blanket. So I'm just going to sit back. And, and, and listen, listen about drop sets. Okay. Look, let's talk yep. about drop sets and let's, let's burst the bubble. Pop. Uh, there was a really interesting new meta-analysis that came out. Meta-analysis means um, a team of researchers much smarter than, than we are, Nick, go through and look at all the literature, all the science, all the evidence around a certain topic. They analyze all the information and conclude and summarize it, making a meta or a, you know overarching conclusion or a meta-analysis that we call. And this one's called Muscular Adaptations in Drop Sets versus Traditional Training by Coleman et al. And essentially the findings in, in one single line, you know, the abstract's a little bit bigger, the paper is actually much, much bigger. Um, but the single line finding is that uh, drop sets provide no benefit or no detriment um, when you know, compared between yeah, drop sets or traditional training. Okay, so I'll say that again, there's no benefit or no detriment to using drop sets versus traditional training or straight sets. Uh, so this information can be quite liberating, can be quite liberating because um, when we look at intensifying methods like drop sets or rest pause sets or Maya reps or supersets um, or, you know, negative reps or whatever other like crazy stuff that's out there, we sometimes feel that urge, that need to kind of like follow the latest trend or, you know, we might see someone else doing it and we're like, oh, well, if they're doing it, I have to do it. And, you know, it can not be fun sometimes. And you kind of have this extra stress, like you're missing out a bit of FOMO being like, oh, well, should I be doing all these things? And a drop set, uh, you know, from this literature, from this evidence, and it's quite consistent amongst other intensifying um, strategies is that we don't 
need to add them in if we don't want to. So there's no benefit to doing them long-term when compared to traditional training, and there's no detriments. If you want to do them, you can do them. So it's kind of a, a, a free thing. It's, a, it's a, um, a freedom thing, a liberating thing, right? To think, well, I don't have to do this if I don't want to, okay? Now, talking about drop sets, I often think about drop sets kind of like, <clears throat> it's gonna sound really dumb, a little analogy, like toothpaste, okay? Like toothpaste, Nick. Mm -hmm. So imagine like you got a, a tube of toothpaste, and every um, serve of toothpaste you put in your toothbrush represents like one rep, right? So as you get closer to the end of the toothpaste, let's say, you know, one tube of toothpaste is like 10 reps, for example. And as you get closer to the end of the toothpaste, you might think, uh, you know, I'm going to try to squeeze every last little bit out of this toothpaste. So you start really squeezing it out. So then instead of using one regular serve on your toothbrush, you start using maybe a half serve or a quarter serve, or you really try to roll up the thing and squeeze out the last little, little bit. That's kind of like what drop sets are, where you complete your regular set, you know, let's say like 10 repetitions, then you drop the weight and you try to do more reps. So it's the same as let's say your toothpaste, instead of using the same serve of toothpaste, you drop the serving down and you try to squeeze out the last little bits. So that can help some individuals get closer to, you know, ultimate failure, right? And drop sets could have some benefits if you wanted to add them in, okay? So firstly, the, probably the biggest benefit of it is it's a time saver. So instead of maybe doing let's say three traditional sets back to back, you know, you do 10 repetitions, rest for one to three minutes, do 10 repetitions, rest for one to three minutes, do 10 repetitions. You might do 10 repetitions, drop the weight down, do another like three to five repetitions, drop the weight down and do another three to five repetitions. So, you know, you get lots of volume and and, and training in, um, in a short period of time. So it's a really uh, significant intensifier. It makes training harder, okay? Um, Next, you can use that to break a plateau. So if you're consistently, you know, never getting over like 10 repetitions on a certain exercise, you may be able to drop the weight down, uh, you know, maybe 30% and, you know, do a few more repetitions and that might be enough to break through a plateau. And then finally, in the terms of intensifier, it can be a really great way to improve the mind-muscle connection because as you drop the weight down, you can continue to try to get some good contractions in the muscle um, and also can help with, the pump. So if you've never experienced the pump, um, or you have a hard time experiencing the pump with certain muscle groups, you know, the biceps really classic one, but if you've never felt a pump in, let's say your quadriceps, whew, try a drop set, you probably feel those puppies burning. Now, we can't only speak about the benefits of a drop set, we do need to speak about the limitations. And I'm a little bit biased because I am not a big fan of intensifiers, um, or using them consistently over time. So when we talk about limitations, uh, this is where some of my biases lie. So Firstly, a drop set is, will rapidly accum, accumulate fatigue. You're gonna get tired really quickly and that can negatively impact the rest of your session and can negatively impact future training sessions. So let's, let's say you train uh, your upper body on a Monday and your next upper body session is let's say on a Thursday. You, if you did uh, multiple drop sets across all your uh, exercises on that Monday, you may still be fatigued come Thursday and that's going to interrupt your potential on that Thursday. And that compounding over time can lead to a negative progression of training rather than a positive progression of training. Okay, so the first thing we need to uh, appreciate. Next is this concept that I call the pre-drop set intensity. So pre-drop set, before you do the drop set, um, some individuals through practice will actually decrease their intensity prior to the drop set in preparation for the drop set. 
<laughs> okay? So let's use my toothpaste yeah. analogy again. Let's say in a traditional drop set, you may be able to get nine serves of toothpaste, right? You get nine serves of toothpaste out of your 10 potential serves. And then you do your drop set and you do maybe a half serve, quarter serve, eight serve, eight serves, and then you know the toothpaste is done. If you're following my math, some individuals will do maybe five serves, and then on their sixth serve, they'll start cutting that short and cutting it short, cutting it short. So instead of going to true, you know, uh, failure in their first traditional set before they drop set, they actually decrease their performance prior to the drop set. And we see that across other intensifiers, such as supersets, as an example, or cluster sets or giant sets, where um, in that first bout of exercise, you should be taking that to a higher level of uh, effort. What individuals do is decrease their effort in that first bout to try to save energy for future bouts of exercise. So if you aren't as uh, maybe mentally driven or paying attention, you may uh, indirectly decrease your performance to prepare for future drop sets. Okay, so that's, that's a tricky one to, to grab. Next one, we in the drop set world. So when we do drop set, when we do decrease the weight and we're taking ourselves really close to failure, we face problems around firstly, technique execution. It's very easy as you start to fail, the classic ones, a bicep curl, you start swinging your body around, basically doing a kipping bicep curl um, where you're training your forearms and your shoulders more than your biceps. And that technique execution, you go, well, what's the point of doing it anymore? You're not doing a bicep curl at all. You're doing some other exercise, right? And then finally, we do need to consider the risk and reward uh, in doing a drop set because yeah, sure, you might be able to intensify the activity, but um, when you do go into these realms of close to failure, high effort, high load, um, you know, lots of tension on our muscles, that is a higher risk of injury, high risk of injury, not only to soft tissue like muscles, but um, well, mainly soft tissues, uh, we're talking, you know, muscles, connected tissues, um, and joints where we go, well, you're at a higher risk of injuring yourself, what's the point of doing them when you could just do traditional uh, straight sets. The problem mm. with just straight sets is that in the nicest way, many of us um, aren't trained mentally enough to kind of get into that hard zone where yes, most muscle adaptations happen in the last, let's say four repetitions close to true failure, but many of us are training so far away from failure. You know, we grab the two kilo dumbbells, do some bicep curls and, you know, be like, ah, oh, that, was, that was easy. I might have a cup of coffee while I'm doing this. Many of us aren't really in this realm of, hey, this is really hard training and sometimes straight sets don't get us there to hard training and sometimes we need to sprinkle some intensifiers like a drop set in there um, just to kind of help us learn how to get close to failure so in conclusion if you would like to do drop sets you can it's no detriment to doing straight sets if you don't want to do drop sets it's fine you don't have to you know you don't have to add them in you don't you shouldn't feel like you need the the experience fomo for not doing a drop set um, but if you want to do a drop set really easy, take yourself close to failure where you think you can't do another repetition, lower the weight, let's say 30 to 50%. So instead of doing uh, 10 kilos on a dumbbell uh, bicep curl, maybe do seven and a half kilos or five kilos, then do as many reps as you can until you're close to failure. And then even do a second drop where you drop it down another 30 to 50%. Um, and then, you know, keep going until you reach failure. Okay. Drop Sweet. sets, they're fun. Give them a go if you haven't already tried them, um, but you don't have to if you don't need to. They are fun. All right, Nick, let's move on to our final segment here. We have the question and answer. Now, look, Nick, in, in this part of the challenge, we're concluding the challenge, uh, not many questions, not many coaching questions coming through in the past week. So I thought we would have a, a little bit of, of fun with a bit of a, a speed run 
of a bit of a Q&A, but less, less Q, less A, a little bit more of a what would you rather type questions, okay? You're just, just choosing one over the other. And I might ask you for your rationale, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. So, all right, first one, uh, straight out of the bat, Nick, if you had to choose between squats or deadlifts, and I'm going to say forever, right? Squats or deadlifts forever, you could only choose one, and the other one just ceases to exist, even though that's, that's a strange concept to think about. What would you choose, squats or deadlifts? <laughs> deadlifts. Deadlifts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because I enjoy them more. Um, I, squats are better for me. Um, I need to work on squats more, but deadlifts are life. Deadlifts are life. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll choose you? squats. Yep. I'll choose squats. A squats life. Squats life, yeah. Well, look, I, I, I think one, uh, from a muscularity point of view, um, you know, squats, a little bit more range of motion. We have the eccentric centric portion of it. Um, maybe questionably a little bit more functional because we squat more often. We sit on chairs in the Eastern world. We, we, we sit down and we squat. Um, so I'd say, yeah, yeah, squats. Uh, as long as you could do some other activity to train your, your hamstrings. But uh, yeah, yeah, squats. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down with that. But... I just want to live my best life. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick, talking about the weather, talking about the weather, uh, what would you prefer, a, a really hot day or a really cold day? Hot. Hot day. Yeah, okay. I prefer the cold. Yeah, we're, we're the opposite. That's, yeah. why it's so, that's why it's so good because you get all coaches. You get all the different coaches. Yeah, I just feel that like when it's hot, like you can't escape the heat. But then when it's cold, mm -hmm. you can just put some more clothes on and, you know, you can still train in the cold. But when it's too hot, you're like, you just, just it's, it's horrible. Yeah, well, I love it. So, um, yeah, love the heat. Love. get I get cold, don't like it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nick, tell me about uh, foods. Do you prefer mm -hmm. uh, savory foods or sweet foods? Savory. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm savory too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I struggle with sweet food right now. I think it's just because I, I don't eat a lot of sweet food. I eat a little more, yeah. more of the savory products. Oh, yeah. Like anything, anything um, savory. Yeah. Anything is, is fantastic. So yeah. love that. Yeah, okay. Uh, tell me, uh, are you team breakfast or team dinner? Dinner. I love a good dinner. Yeah. Okay. I, I breakfast, breakfast all the way. Yep. Um, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, I think we all have preferences between, uh, loading and we kind of call it front loading or back loading where you, some individuals prefer to front load, have most of their food in the mornings or back load more food in the evenings. Um, and then you can also front load, back load, um, in the week, if you're preparing for competition, sports, that type of stuff. But, you know, in a particular day, we can think about preferences between, you know, morning or evening foods. So uh, in a particular day for me, I would probably have three meals before lunch. So I'd have breakfast, <laughs> like a snack, which is basically like a lunch um, meal, and then the lunchtime meal. And then I wouldn't eat in the afternoon until dinner time. So I prefer to front load my food, whereas others prefer to back load or, or eat most of their food in the evening. And there's nothing right or wrong about either option. But if you are an aspiring coach and you want to work with individuals to build nutrition plans, it might be worth uh, trying to figure out if they prefer a really front load or back load, and that can help with uh, hunger management strategies. That's right. There's no point in forcing people to eat at times of the day where like, they're just not into it. I mean, obviously for bodybuilding, you do have to, but um, yeah, I mean, you can, you can structure it around that. So you're exactly right. Now, Nick, let's talk about supplements. Uh, mm -hmm. If you had to choose one supplement forever, would you choose uh, a creatine or a, a caffeine supplement? Creatine because of 
what it does when I'm in the gym. I mean, coffee, it's great. I, I can't believe I'm giving up coffee for creatine, but yeah, I would have coffee as my boyfriend and I would marry creatine. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I would choose I would choose caffeine, caffeine all the way. Uh, number one, uh, ergogenic aid, <laughs> biggest drug in the world, caffeine. Uh, in the, it comes in all shapes and sizes between coffee and, and tablets. Um, but I think it not only helps with uh, athletic performance, it all helps with uh, mental focus and performance as well. So if you're in the gym and you can focus better, you, you, you're performing better. Um, so I would choose, I would choose caffeine. Over, over How protein. funny. We're so the opposite, but it doesn't matter because we're still besties. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. All right. Let's talk about, let's go back into the gym here. Um, mm -hmm. Would you prefer to train your legs or your upper body? Oh, it's it, look, it's actually changed recently. I do love training my shoulders and back, but to be honest, you can't go past legs, legs all the way. Excellent. Yeah. Look, mm -hmm. I, I, I do prefer training my upper body. Mm -hmm. Um, even though like I, I've done my fair share of lower body, uh, training in my life and I do guess preference lower body training for my, what I, what I'm trying to do for my goals. Um, but yeah, upper body training, you know, just getting a, getting a big pump and, you know, just feeling big you're like yeah it's awesome yeah so we always love an upper body session yes uh nick let's stay in the gym do you prefer to uh go through a a, a weight gaining phase a building phase a, a bulking phase or do you prefer to go through like a weight loss shredding leaning phase what, what, what phases do you prefer i like a building phase because i get to be a badass and i get to um, lift all my things and still be a badass. And you, you still look, you actually look really good in a building phase anyway. So that's my favorite in the whole wide world. Favorite in the whole wide world. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. um, yeah, I think, I think building phases being, being thick with two C's is always, is always fun. Um, being yoke, if anybody knows what Y O K -E is yoke. <laughs> Um, or embracing the, the, the bulk dad bod life is, uh, always, always nice as well. So, uh, yeah, being, being a bit bigger is, is always nice. I sort of prefer uh, building phases. I just reckon not to be like morbid, but at your funeral, people are going to say, yeah, she could deadlift this much, but they're not going to say, oh my gosh, her abs are so great. You know, <laughs> uh, it's just like really old, dumb, dumb saying it's like, um, Eat big, live large, and leave a big coffin. <laughs> like, <laughs> but we're not Elvis. So. No, no. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, look, Nick, let's do the trifecta here. <laughs> trifecta, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to run, swim, or cycle? Oh, okay. Um, I prefer at the moment probably to run. Run, yeah. Okay. Isn't that odd? Interesting. Oddness. Oddness. Because I, I have not become I have not become heavy enough to dislike running at this point. Yeah. So yeah. and I'm still kind of still relatively lean, quite fast and a little bit strong. And so I'm kind of and I've yeah, I'm kind of on fire. So running would be fine. How about you? Um, I think well look, I've done my fair share of running in my marathon training and I've done my fair share of cycling. It, when I was commuting everywhere on bike, I didn't have a car for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then I've done my fair share of swimming in my teens when I was in like a, a swimming squad. So I've done my fair share of all three. And I think the one I prefer the most is probably 
swimming. Probably yep. swimming. I think. I don't blame you. It's I think beautiful. primarily, yeah, like one, the quietness is really nice. Like you're just staring at that black line is always really nice. When you get in that rhythm and the breathing's just nailing it, it's 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 perfect. Um, and then uh, when you when you hop out of the pool, you just got such a massive back pump. You're like, I feel like a gorilla. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, thought of that. I've yeah. actually never thought of the back pump that the comes pump. from yeah, yeah. the pool. Especially if you do like uh, any um, sort of like fartlek training um, or on the minute every minute type type training, jeez, yeah, you get, you get some serious serious pump. I think when it comes to running, um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I would choose probably running a close second. Uh, cycling, as much as I love cycling, I think the uh, the the headwind is what I hate when you're riding into that headwind. <laughs> oh, that just just not fun at all. So. Swimming is pretty consistent when you're just in a in a pool. Um, I've never actually really done any long like ocean swimming before, but I think I prefer a, a pool over the ocean. Oh, except for one time that you would like. There was this one time at Frankston when it was like a pool. It was that smooth and it was beautiful. Yeah, there was okay. this one time. One time. The rest, <laughs> the rest of the time doesn't count. It's just that one time. Yeah. <laughs> rest of the time it's, it's shit house yeah. in the bay in Melbourne. But anyway. Nick, let's talk about gyms, uh, home gyms or commercial gyms? Oh, commercial, but I, I have a really good appreciation for home gyms as well. It's just, yeah, the, the gyms that I train at have such awesome equipment, I can't even deal with it. So at the moment, I'm in a commercial phase. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I hear you. Well, I'm in a, I'm in a home phase at the moment. Uh, just mm-hmm. doing my, my barbell work, but I do love a good commercial commercial gym where it has lots of toys, lots of things to, to play with and tinker with. Uh, it's always good fun. Yep, definitely. Uh, Nick, let's go into the world of entertainment. Do you prefer to watch like video content? Maybe we're talking about YouTube or do you prefer mm-hmm. uh, auditory content like podcasts? Oh, I love watching YouTube at nighttime and podcasts in the car all the time. I think that I probably would have to go podcasts though. Yeah, podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah, okay. I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. I do watch a lot of YouTube. Um, I watch those really long lectures that are like 30, 60 minutes long, uh, a bit long form content. Um, podcasts uh, are great, uh, but I, I I feel like when I'm listening to something, I often get like distracted somewhere else. Like, you know, if I'm listening mm-hmm. to something in the car, like I, you know, start to like look at the traffic and things like that as you do it when you're driving. Um, but, you know, if I'm watching like a YouTube video, I think the visual aspect of it that helps me to connect with the content a little bit better. Mm. Even though you're listening to this in a podcast right now. I know. Um, I was thinking, don't be mean about podcasts, because, <laughs> but maybe we should start. Um, comment comment on this podcast if you'd like us to start our own um, TV channel. <laughs> Challenge <laughs> or TV. Or Resurrect Muscle TV, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, so finally. We're, we're the opposite to each other, but in a nice way, because that means that we've got everything covered. That's right. That's right. Mm. Uh, look, finally, let's talk about dieting. So we all love protein. We all have protein and our diets are built around higher protein intakes. But when it comes to our good friends, carbohydrates or fats, um, as we go to decrease our calories, we need to decrease one of those macros. So Nick, what do you prefer to decrease? Do you prefer to decrease carbs or do you prefer to decrease fats? I prefer to decrease fats because I I run very, very, very well on carbohydrates. Um, I just do. I can't. Yeah. I, it's just the way. I can't even, I can't. There's no, no further comment, Your Honour. I just enjoy them. And I'm not talking about 
well, obviously when you're reducing fat, it's going to be pretty plain and simple, but it just makes me so happy. It, make, it helps with my training performance, especially when you're dieting down. And um, yeah, I just, just love a good, good carb. How about yourself? Well, Nick, look, congratulations. You are human. Your body prefers carbohydrates. And as a, an interesting concept called gluconeogenesis, where your body makes glucose from other molecules, your body likes glucose, your body likes carbs. So yeah, I too am team low fats. Um, I will reduce my fat intake um, down to, you know, like that limit around, you know, 0 0.8 grams per kilo of body weight when I am going through a diet phase and keeping carbohydrates quite maintained. So uh, again, simply a preference if you want to choose carb or fat, which one to decrease. Sometimes you could even decrease both, no issues there. Um, but yeah, carbs, eat your carbs. Yeah, I agree. Yep, agree. That, we agree on that one. <laughs> uh, Nick, that's all I had. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else. Um, I hope that you guys got an insight into us in um, that little Q&A. And don't forget to comment and tell us your answers to that because it'll be very interesting to hear everybody's different answers to those questions. Yeah. They're the questions cool. that run the world. <laughs> All right, Nick, look, let's wrap it up there for episode number 94 of the Challenge Weekly Show. We'll probably squeeze in another two episodes before we go on a bit of a break over mm -hmm. the Christmas New Year's period. So we hopefully get to about 96 and then we can break the triple digit podcast early in 2023. Yeah, very exciting. Thanks for listening, everybody. You're the ones that make it successful and um, we're very excited that you like us. We See like you next time. <laughs> See you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.